You're having a threesome with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers. And now, it's complicated. Hello, Master Daters. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen. And I'm not Jen. And I am Rob. So you know how you ask your friends where you should take your first date? What on earth this text means? And if it's okay to post a certain pic on the socials? Well, that's what we call your village, and we think you can't date or relate without them. Welcome to our village, and you should be pumped to be here because we are bringing you expert guests who are filled with all the answers that will take some of the guessing out of the game. Make sure you subscribe and share our podcast with your friends so we can help the village grow even bigger. You can find us at It's Complicated Podcast wherever you get your pods, and don't forget to tell a friend. You guys have all been there before. You get into a fight with your partner. You've been going through a rough patch of bickering all the time. You have a trigger that is constantly coming up. Or you're in a new relationship and the first disagreement arises. Either way, what is the first thing you do when any of those things happen? You call your best friend to vent or to get advice. I mean, that's what friends are for, right? Most of the time, yes. But there are some times when rehashing the details of a fight could end up being a bad thing. Guys, what do you think? I mean, Jen, I, I mean, I have, I obviously have opinions on it, but I, you know, we, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a tricky situation. I think it's tricky. Jen, what do you think? I think it's tricky too. I mean, I think there's two sides to the coin you know, you lean on your friends for a lot of things in your life. And it's like a natural thing to want to tell them all the things like you said, Lauren. But at the same time, hopefully we have therapists and stuff that we can also lean on when those things come up and not involve our village, if you will. But it depends. I think it's like how minor or major is it? And then like, what kind of help do you need? And can that thing be dealt with without anybody knowing about it? I don't know. Rob, have you ever told your friends about a fight? Is that a thing guys do? All the time. I mean, what is that? What are those memes that are like what you think we're doing and then what we're actually doing or what you think we're thinking and what we're actually thinking? Like, we're not just like constantly, you know, talking about body parts and all that other stuff and like how good the sex is or how good blowjobs are. We're talking about like emotional things too, you know, because look, we get into fights with our girls and or or significant others and we think we're right that's why we're in the fight right so then you're going to somebody else to get validation for your point um but the risk is that we're talking about on the show is how well here's right but here's i wasn't so here's my thing on it though is i think there's a time where it's too soon to go to your friends i think there's a time where where it's appropriate but I think there's a time where it's too soon. So if you're in, in a new relationship, I would say, you know, they, they said that whole three, how long, how long, ever, however long it says for you to say, I love you to somebody. I think that's how long it, you should wait before you start talking about your or boyfriend, girlfriend, right? If you're already boyfriend, girlfriend, but I think that's how long you should wait before you start telling your friends about shit you're going through. Because if you come to me in the first three months and start bitching about certain things, I'm going to form an opinion about that person. I'm going to take your side and I'm going to form an opinion about that person. And then when you go back to that person, after all this shit you just told me they did wrong, I'm going to be like, nah, fuck that person. Like I heard now I have it in my head that they're fucked. And now you're fucked because you're going back to this fucked up person. <laughs> That's a lot of or, but, 
But if you're dating somebody for a year and a half, two years, say you've been dating somebody for a year and a half, two years, Jen, and Lauren and James have met him a bunch of times and you guys have all hung out and James and him text about football or whatever. And then like, then you have issues. Then yeah, you can go to them because they kind of know this guy already. So they can be like, yeah, but maybe he's just doing this or yeah, maybe he's just doing, they can play devil's advocate better and you could be the crazy person or, you know, they will go, no, you're, he's totally wrong. I didn't, I didn't even see that about him. I didn't even know that. So you're saying once they get to know the person, they can offer, your friends can offer a more objective opinion as, as opposed to just hiding. Objective, once they already have an objective opinion about that person, then you can go to your friends about with about your problems with them because otherwise I'm just going off the one side of the story. Jen. Okay, but also, what if, I'm just throwing this out there, not to say that this is like the rule of thumb, I'm just running it by us. What if you start dating somebody and you date them in a vacuum? And there are things you miss because you're dating them in a vacuum. And let's say, you know, Rob, for example, you haven't been dating in a really long time. And let's say you start dating somebody and maybe you forgot you need training wheels and you kind of forgot how to do it or like what to spot. Granted, you're an expert because you are a master dater on this podcast. But let's say you weren't on this podcast and didn't have all the education you did and you're just like getting back out there. There might be things you miss. So it might help to have the mirrors that your friends provide in catching some of the things you might not be ready to see or reminding you of things that you're forgetting because you're so caught up in all the excitement and they might be able to be like, hold on a second, reality check here. Right, But then I think, I think in that case, Jen, I think then you have to go at it with like generalizations. You know what I mean? Like, I think if you think if I came to this, I, if I came to, if I started dating a girl out here because Texas, <laughs> I'm learning, I'm learning things. I love it out here. It's great so far. The people are amazing, but I've been in more political conversations in the past three weeks. And I've been in, in the last 15 years of LA because we grew up in a bubble. We're in a bubble there. We all think the same here. Not so much. A lot of people do not think like I do out here, you know? So I've already had a situation where I've had to be like, wait, you think what? Do you know what I mean? So my point is if I came to you, I started dating somebody and I came to you and was like, Hey, these are her points of view, you know, this, this, and this, and this, and I want to be fair. I don't want to be a one-sided person. You'd still be like, they think that that's what they think they, they, because you don't know them. Right. right. What so if-, if, if I came to you gen- in a generalization, it was like, what would you do if you had slightly different morals than somebody else, but everything else you guys got along with really well. And what if like, I don't know, they leaned a certain uh, more way than you did, but they're still great people. Like, do you know what I mean? You're creating a situation for us to ask follow-up questions, first of all. And second, if your morals are different, which are your morals, it'd be different if you have different favorite colors. No, 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 no. I understand that. But what I'm saying is to me, it might be like, I might be like, your morals are different. Where to them, it might just be like, no, I just, I'm not fully on that side. There's little things about this. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know. Politics. See, you're already making, you're already making faces. And judging people. I think that you're both right. But I think that there are boundaries within both of these situations. So yes, of course, you need your friend's help and advice if a situation pops up or you need their advice. Maybe they're, you're not catching something. But I think there's a boundary that you need to be aware of, especially in the beginning of a relationship. 
like you pointed out, Rob, because if something does arise and you need help, I think you have to be careful about how much you say. And we'll get into that um, because you don't want to skew someone's opinion before they've even gotten to know this person, but you still need these people's help. So there's things you can avoid. Like I can get into a fight with my boyfriend that I just met and I could tell Jen and Rob would happen, but I might want to like, maybe not be like, yeah, he was a fucking dick. Then I would probably be like, wow, well, I'm not going to fucking like this guy when I meet him now. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's ways around it. Um, and I think we're going to get into what we think some of those details are so we can discuss sort of the guide and the path that you might want to take if these situation arise, because it, it is very tricky. So basically, you guys, when is it okay to call your friend to cry them a river about the dickhead thing your boyfriend said, or when to bitch about Yoko at band practice with the boys? Most of the time, it's cool, like we said, because we get by with a little help from our friends. See what I did there. But uh, let's get into when it's not a good time to call up your friends and call someone out. Why retelling a reoccurring argument might push away your pals, how to ask for advice and what to do with it, and some things that you should definitely never repeat. All right, well, guys. When you're in the beginning of a relationship and things are developing, you're not the only person who's getting to know your potential significant O. Your friends are too. So timing is everything, as we said, when you decide to share the details of your first fight. Um, and I can speak to this because this just happened where there was a little thing that came up and then I talked to my friends about it. And some of my friends have already met him and the whole thing and whatnot. But if people haven't met the guy you're seeing yet or the girl you're seeing yet and you want them to, like, if you've already, you know, kind of done a smear campaign, are mm. they going to really be excited to meet that person? I don't know, because, like, it might make everybody judge that person and give them, like, this weird negative vibe going into the situation well, that's why I said like doing it in generalizations, right? Doing it in and be give like an putting example, Rob. Give an example of what you mean by that. I mean, instead of being like this person treated me like this and they did this to me and they were mean and and, and saying definites like and I'm never doing this again and I'm not going to do that with them. That's for damn sure and blah 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 and I'm not going back and it's done. I'm pretty sure it's done. Do you know what I mean? Then you instead of doing that, you say like. Guys, let me ask you a question. Let me put it in a scenario for you. What if this happened to you? Or what if like there was a, a generalization of an argument that you can make up for whatever it was that you had instead of putting it on you and that person right. and making that person the evil person in the story right. because that's what we do. And and I agree to that, Rob. And that actually brings up something that it's just I'm just thinking about now that it's the it's a lot of these um this advice I think is transferable to an argument that you might be having with your significant O. When you're repeating the argument, these rules kind of apply. So like if you're in a fight with your partner, you it's better it's easier to take ownership and responsibility for like how you're feeling. And Rob, that just kind of brought that up when you said like, hey, what would how would you guys feel if this happened? So I think that's a great way to to phrase it. Instead of being like, this person did this and they're a you know what and I can't stand that this happened and now I I'm like fuck this guy or girl, maybe you could even express like, gosh, you know, we had a disagreement and it made me feel a little nervous. Like, I think I just need some time, but I think I might be okay. Like you could take ownership of your own feelings instead of like blaming and 
calling names and doing stuff like that. Cause it feels a little bit more like just something you're going through personally without then putting an opinion on the other person, the partner that your friends will then agree with. So I think that, you know, your friends are all different people and they feel differently and have different triggers. Like when I talked about my situation with my friends, they, some people were like, oh, that's awful. And other people were like, "Mm, I've made bigger mistakes than that. And I was grateful somebody, you know, gave me another chance because we're all human beings. But again, I, I think sometimes you do need to lean on your friends. Other times, maybe the high level approach does work. I just don't know that I'd ask my friends how they feel about my situation, maybe how they might handle it or suggest I handle it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, how would you handle a situation? Because I'm hoping that you took your friend's advice into that conversation that you had with that person. And then you were able to, like, that's part of the reason why it, like, it, you, you were able to resolve your issue. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I guess, so in and, some capacity though, you're agreeing with like talking to your friends about it, but just right, but, but turning the what, story around a little bit. Right. But turn the story around a little bit. But also what I'm saying is m- like, maybe don't do it for the first, m- maybe wait to see how the situation plays out on its own before you start making definite things that you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, because I've been in situations where friends have been like, no, that's it. I'm done. This person's over. This person's crazy. This person's a fucking lunatic. You know what else they did? They did this, this, this and this. And like trying to get me on their side to the point where I've had friends that um that have been like I I've tried to talk sense to them because they're angry and they've changed my mind about the person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I've kind of I always play devil's yeah. advocate as you girls know and I've been like, "Well, maybe they're doing this or maybe they're doing that." You know what, dude? You know, I've been in that situation before. Maybe maybe she's just going through a hard time. Hey, my mom was sick and I know what it's like and she's probably not taking it out on you. You know that kind of thing. And then He's, and then that person will be like, no, she also did this, this, and this, and she's a fucker, blah, 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 blah. And then I'm like, all right, well, then you know what? You're right. Fuck her. F- yeah. You know what? You don't need her anymore. And then three days later, yo, man, you want to go get a beer? Nah, me and so me and the girl are going to go get, you know, go to a movie. And I'm like, what? Yeah. This girl that just did all these horrible things to you. And it's even worse than when you see them out because you're like, wait a minute. What? And the the details of some fights, like while like some people tell some friends more details than others, like you have to understand too that when people are not at their best, they're in an argument, there's some triggers being, buttons being pushed and some triggers are happening. And sometimes you say something in the heat of the moment and then that gets repeated to a friend. Like that was a private conversation between you two. Mm. And then I go and repeat that to my friend. It's a little out of context when Jen hears it. She's just hearing like, he said, fuck you, you whore, which nobody has ever said <laughs> to me. But like, you know what I mean? And then she's like, whoa, dude, I'm never going to not hear that again. Like, so I just think, we're not suggesting don't tell your friends things like we're suggesting that there are times like especially in the beginning of the relationship where maybe just be careful that you don't completely take over your friend's opinion of this person and leave some of those details out if you can unless it's like absolutely necessary in which case I think if it is then it's probably like done with because if there are some things that like I'm fucking telling Jen that this guy did a b and c and it's not okay then I'm done with the relationship anyway you know well I, i'm saying more of like just don't put it in definites do you know what i mean don't yes. don't in, in the beginning of the relationship don't put it in definites i'm definitely not going to go somewhere with him i'm definitely not going to uh you know uh 
listen, uh, take, take, uh, listen to her apology when she calls. I'm definitely not going, you know what I mean? Like, because look, if you break up with somebody and it's done and you want to talk about it, I'll yeah. talk to you about it all day long. Do you know what I mean? Or to the other side of all this, my friends that are married, when they need to talk, when they need to talk to somebody outside of their marriage, I'm more than happy to talk to them about it or at least just listen, you know, cause I'm not married. So I'll be the first person to listen and just let them vent and be like, yeah, man, that's tough. Ooh, I, w- I don't know what I would do in that situation either. That's a hard one. Do you know what I mean? And kind of give them encouragement without yeah. giving them, you know, advice that I don't know or shitting on that other person because when they're married, yeah, you know they're they're staying together. <laughs> so okay. unless it's a divorce. So you know they're going home to that person and then have to resolve that fight somehow. So you want to give them advice, Jen. Um, I agree with that 100%. I also think it's on the person who shared any information to close the loop. And I think that's what is so frustrating to me when people come to me with information or like some situation that happened that they unload on me about. And I'm happy to talk through that. Also, like I thrive in that area because of the podcast. So like, I'm like, please come to me. I think it's on the person who was talking about their situation to close the loop because what often happens is somebody will come to you and, you know, I love talking to friends about this stuff, especially because this is like a topic I'm actually passionate about and happy to help with given the podcast and all that. But what annoys me is when I don't know how it's resolved. So like someone might dump on me and then I'm like, where did it go from here? And then also are they still together? Now I see them posting together. Like where, what happened and what, and did the person promise to not do that again? What was the conversations that were had? Like where, where did it start and where did it end? And, and I'm invested now. And also because they're my friend, not just because I like the drama, obviously I don't, I don't want them to have that, but I need to know the end. And I think it's on that person's responsibility. Now, if the person comes back multiple times with the same issue or even just a ton of issues, like at that point, you kind of have to be like, all right, one, my time is valuable. Two is yours because Mm. do you want to keep going down this path with this person? That's Mm. where I think sometimes it actually does help to tell friends because they can call you out on the repetition and the patterns that they're seeing objectively versus like feeling the feelings and in it and wanting to- Yeah, but then you're you're getting, um, what's the word? What's the word I'm looking for? You're getting, not annoyed, but you're getting annoyed at both parties then. You know, you're getting frustrated and then now you're going to, now your friend is annoying. You don't want to talk to him at all. You know what I mean? Um, resentful. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. You're going to start resenting. I have a friend. Oh my God. Uh, He doesn't listen to this. So I can say this. I'm not going to say his name, but he, (laughs) this dude gets back together with the same girl over and over and over again. And every time she breaks up with him or cheats on him, which she inevitably does he goes into this deep depression and then you see him out. All he wants to do is talk about it. Dude, oh, she did it again. Man, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life now. Blah, 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 blah. To the point where now when I see him or he calls or texts, I avoid it because I'm like, I can't listen to this again. You know what I mean? Yeah. These, th- this happens. So like the first situation we brought up was like, what happens in the beginning of a relationship? Now you're in the relationship and some problems. This is very 
very typical at a certain point in relationships. There's triggers, arguments, if they don't get resolved correctly, which is very hard to do, they just keep resurfacing. So yes, you're going to hear this. You're going to feel this yourself. You're going to be like, we thought about this again. This is an issue that we've been having for a while. And you're going to want to talk to your friends about it. But there you have to have a boundary. Again, this is all about you. First, you need to like remember how much you're going to say, at what time in the relationship you're going to repeat things to your friends. This is all on you. The second part is now you're in this relationship, you need to be more aware of how many times you're going to have a boundary because just like in the relationship, how many times are you going to let someone do the same thing to you or have the same argument before you figure out how to fucking fix it? It's the same thing with your friends. Your friends, you're just annoyed having the argument. Do you think your friends are annoying hearing it over and over again? They're annoyed. Like nobody wants to do that. Don't waste people's time. Don't like just come at people with the same thing over and over again. Like it's Groundhog's Day. Nobody is, I mean, we want you to vent, right? But like, I don't know, after a certain point, it just becomes like a bashing session. And then like, nobody wants to be around this person later either. It doesn't sound like you want to be either. It's like just kind of hard to go forward from that. Well, it's also because you can't um, separate them from their decisions. So they start to make bad decisions and you're like, uh, hello, Dodo. Like, I don't even know if I can be friends with a person who chooses this life. Be like, what are, what's wrong with you? Have you, did you hear yourself all those times? But I think it's kind of like the rule of, uh, you know, hurt me once, shame on you, hurt me twice, shame on me. So if that could be the rule in terms of telling other people, then it possibly should be because maybe you tell, let's say I tell you guys about something. If that thing happens again, I am not going to tell you about it. I'm just going to deal with it myself and or end the relationship because that shouldn't have happened again. Or but, or you already know what our advice is because we gave it to you the first time and you didn't right. listen to it, right? So Potentially. you already know so, what we're going to say. Exactly. So I think the hurt me once, shame on you can go for both sides, especially when we're referring to boundaries because, you know, hurt me once, shame on that person maybe you know, that I'm dating. So I'm telling you about it. Hurt me twice. Shame on me because I went back. So that's on me now to solve. I'm not going to come to you. You already did your part. Or maybe you do close the loop, like I was saying, and say, shame on me. I went back. Now we're done and putting that to bed. End of story. And I'm telling you that we're done. Right. Don't like wait for the, wait for it to be resolved on its own before you start running to your friends, you know, wait, give it, give it 24 hours. See what happens. Give it if you plan on having a conversation about it later and like we're gonna talk about it another time. Somebody needed to go take a walk, somebody needed to calm down, somebody needed to sober up. Like don't talk about it to your friends right then, right? Because then you're in an emotional state. You're in a heightened emotional state, and you're probably angry. And I know I have a sharp tongue when I'm angry, so I will cut a bitch down if I have to, right? So to especially to get somebody on my side and to validate why I'm so angry. So maybe wait to see if it plays out. Then if it's if it really hasn't played out at all, then you know, then you can go, all right, I don't know what to do about this. It's still going on. It's still happening. I can go to maybe I need to go to one friend and talk about it. Let's say you go down the route of not telling your friends, but let's just say you're meant to do something and then you don't bring your significant other to that thing and then friends start asking you questions. What would you say as a response? How would we arm our audience with things that they can say that kind of hint at something but not wanting to go into it so you don't seem like cagey to your friends, 
but you do communicate that you don't want to talk about it in a way that's not like dismissive or shutting them out. Just more like right now, I don't want to talk about it. What would you say? We're, we're going through a speed bump right now. We're going through a little rough patch. I don't want to talk about it right now until it's resolved. And trust me, if it's something you need to know, then I will tell you. If not, then I hope when you see her next time that you don't even think about it. Yeah, I think that's great. I think you, there's different ways to say that, but definitely like, especially if you feel as though it is just a little bump in the road, then just reassure your friends that that's it. Obviously, if it's something really huge and you need to talk about it, you're going to. But if it's something kind of, or whatever, or you can even say that, hey, this is, a, it's a really big deal and I don't want to talk about it, you can give them like a temperature. Hey, also, hey, you know, just something dumb happened and it's going to fix itself, I'm sure. Like, I'll explain it to you after I talk to the person, but like, don't even worry about it. Let's just have fun tonight. Like, you can reassure them too, because then that, yeah, you don't seem cagey. You don't seem like you're going through something and then everyone's got to worry about you. Um, that it's just, and, and you're not shitting on somebody you're not putting you're not putting all this drama on there that doesn't need to be there right now because the next time i mean even though if they did do something wrong and they were wrong you know you don't need that that doesn't go away from people's heads it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't leave their their brain you know because remember too if your partner did something wrong, they're hopefully going to apologize to you and like explain their bad behavior and say they're not going to do it again and work something out with you. And your friends aren't going to be there to feel and see that remorse. So yes, if you close the loop, they'll get an idea, but still, they're going to remember you calling them hysterically crying about how he did all these things. And it's going to be hard to get that out of their head because you're going to call back and be like, or they're just going to see you out the next day and it's going to be like nothing ever happened. And or they'll see you on social media or yeah, whatever it is. It's so weird. Like they can't trust you or their your partner and it just kind of like – Or or the advice that – or if you did get advice from them, they're like, oh, well, then fuck me. Like I guess uh, that whole conversation didn't mean anything because there they are. Well, you know what I mean? Like – that's why you do not want to be an advice whore. We oh. kind of touched on this in different little ways here, but you to be clear, you've you know, you've asked your friends to sit through like these horrible, cheesy reality medical drama reenactments of your fight, okay? Probably than once. You know those like medical shows like where <laughs> like Rescue 911 where they have to like reenact the act the oh. accident on the side of the road. Like that's how you I thought there was like violence involved in these that's what, no that's what you're like asking your friends to do when you reenact your stupid fight and then you want them to like help you make it better but you need to make sure that you're not i think like we've said giving way too many details first of all because it's going to be hard to come back from that but you've already kind of put them through this like listen to this long rehashing of the fight and now you want them to make you feel better and so they give you advice they put the time in and then you don't fucking take their advice it's like okay i just spent an hour listening to your medical drama reenactment and now you want and you want me to tell you what to do like i'm a therapist working for free and then you exactly like you just said rob and then you go do something and you're like, okay, well, that was a waste of my time. Next yeah, then you see them getting ice cream the next day and you're like, well, fuck, Rescue 911, I guess, didn't happen or that it's, it'll happen again. <sighs> but also, what about the ones that go to a bunch of their different friends and take up all of their friends' time and just trying to find like my buddy. Like one my buddy. person that does that too? One person that will agree with them and support their story 
And then they take only that person's advice because it leans toward what they were already thinking and, you know, whatever. So I think Wait, all of these is things is just probably on the person in the fight to handle and be more responsible for. What if Now, what if it's something big? Like, because we've had people on this podcast before, like that one that I wasn't really, I didn't really agree with very often. But what about, <laughs> uh, the like, um, what if it's something big like cheating? What if it's something big that, like, you, 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 cheating happened, whatever. Somebody was drunk, somebody was insecure, so whatever. There's no reason to cheat, I don't think, ever, right? There's no excuse for it, ever. But we don't know what goes on behind closed doors. We don't know about second chances. We don't know about, you know, what you guys have together. So I would never go back to somebody that cheated on me. I wouldn't. But we have talked about whether it's a definite deal breaker or not. And some people believe it's not, right? So what if you have somebody that went through a cheating thing, they broke up for two weeks, this person comes back, say anything, boombox above his head, you know, roses, gets you a pen, this whole thing. And then say anything was your favorite movie. So now you're back with them. <laughs> and then we have to just ignore the all that stuff. Like, how do you deal with that? That you have to go to your friends for, right? Yeah, you have to. I think, yes. Friends. But that's like how... That's how I started like what I was saying in the beginning. Just I think it de- it's varying degrees. Like if it's minor stuff, then like figure it out. Like everyone's going to be annoyed with their significant other at some point. Like that stuff, unless you're kind of commiserating with other people, I think, who have significant others and you're kind of laughing about the silly things that. Or it's like, happening all the time in their lives. Like that's the only thing that's going on in their lives is that you're bickering all the time and you just need somebody else to talk to about it, you know? Right. But like, I think something big, it's hard to go through alone because if you've never experienced that thing before, you also might not know what to do next. So, but but none of your friends are going to go, you know what? You should, you should get back with the cheater. You know, you should give them another chance. You should actually, some people have differing opinions. We three have different opinions on a lot of things. Yeah. And I think that I don't think we we, have different opinions on that. I think we we all pretty much don't think that's okay, but nothing's black and white. Well, I, I like I like the whole thing about don't be a, an advice whore because like there's people that go looking for drama in their friend's relationship. That's another part, right? That people do. Don't be that person either. Don't think you're the person that knows everything about everybody else's relationship and then go looking for it. If people are out at, at, at a bar and, they, and they're a couple and they start fighting, then you need to pull them aside. Like, What's going on? What's happening? Why are you guys doing that? Is she doing this? Are they doing that? Blah, 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 blah. Don't go poking or like, pointing things out to other people about their relationship that might cause fights because you need that drama in your life. You know, I feel like I'm a vampire and I have to be invited in. So if somebody asks me for advice, I'm like, okay, well, you know, and then I start asking questions and I kind of lead them to get to their own thing. And then I'll respond kind of like very manicured, I would say until they really dive in. But I, I don't like giving advice. Even if I see things, I'm like, n- not my place. Not I, I like that. Out. I like that advice vampire. I like that. Also, suck all the drama out of their neck, Jen. Suck it out and then take it and then let them live forever in their beautiful relationship. But like, but like we were talking about, though, if somebody cheats or something major happens and you do need to tell your friends and you know that there's like, it's a huge deal and it's going to like basically make that your friends not like this person. If you do, if you are ending it, then great. Then you just say what you want to say. But if you 
don't know what you want to do, then you need to just express to your friends the best you can. Hey, I know this is a big deal. I know this is going to make you feel like I should do A, B, or C, or like you're going to feel a certain way about this person, but I really need your support. I need you to know that I don't know what to do, and this is why. It's not that black and white. There's a lot of gray here for me, and these are the A, B, and C reasons why. And I need you to help me dissect this and figure out maybe what to do because I don't think I can leave or just please support me if I do decide to stay. And these are the reasons why I think you can relate to somebody in that way, because I think there are, someone could try to put themselves in your shoes and be like, you know what, if that happened to me, I I might be that same way. Like, I don't know if I could just, you cheated goodbye. Like you, maybe you've got kids, maybe like it was, well, that's something we didn't get to, which I which I think we should just spend the last couple of minutes talking about is that because we kind of touched on it a little bit, but marriage and long-term relationships is different than what we've been talking about. Because I feel like when you have a long-term relationship, like we we both know James, right? So like we both have different relationships with James. We know him. So we already have our formed opinion about him. Like we already know he's a great guy. We already know he's a great dad. We already know he's a great husband. So if you guys have issues and you want to come talk to us about it, then we'll have we'll be able to give you objective issue like advice because you, we're not going to be like your anger is not going to affect our opinion on him unless he does something really horrible, yeah. you know. So like if Jay, God forbid that ever happened to your relationship, we wouldn't be like fuck him. You should never go back because we know that there's got to be something that you would want to go back to. Sure. You know sure. what I mean? I'm just talking as a single guy. If somebody cheated on me, I'd be like, no, go fuck yeah. yourself. Right. <laughs> um, Jen. Well, I think also this brings up something I said at the beginning about um, you want to maybe go to your friends who are like mirrors and might catch something you might not catch and be like, have your best interest in mind. But at the same time, like you also might, do things that you don't know you do that your friends know you do. So like the first part was you might've been out of practice and rusty with dating. So there might be things you're not seeing red flags, but you might be the red flag and your friends might say, you know, you always run from a relationship when you Mm -hmm. get to this point Mm -hmm. or, Oh, you're doing that thing again. You're pulling back. You're being avoidant. So sometimes telling your friends actually might be, helpful in steering you or like kind of the training wheels you might need to get back into a relationship or not repeat patterns. Again, it's your responsibility to do that. But we have friends and people in our lives for a reason not to have like shallow conversations. Like we don't have friends because we just want to have shallow conversations with them. At some point when you're friends with them for a while, they have your history. They know what you've been up to. They know your breakups. They know all your relationships. They probably know your patterns. So they know what your triggers are. And maybe if you're playing one out as a result of being afraid or whatever the case may be. So sometimes your friends are really helpful to talk to because they might actually keep you in that relationship versus running out of it, which might be great too. Just be selective about when you're saying stuff, you know, just, just see how it plays out. I mean, if you think this is just going to be a fight that you're going to get over and blah, 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 then, then let it play out and then come to your friend and then they can go, Oh, well, you know how you are. You're very overprotective or you're very like quick to, to say, go fuck yourself and, or you're scaring me or I'm not going to do this. Do you know what I mean? It's like, then you could get that advice. Yeah. When and what you say. I totally agree with you, Rob. Yes, Jen, I agree with that. But you are responsible for when you're saying something and how much you're saying. Because 
you need your friends. We all are agreeance in agreeance of that, but you need to have some boundaries in your relationship and out of your relationship. And at the end of the day, your friends are your friends. They're there to support you. They're there. For well, you. speaking of support and friends and talking about all this stuff, guys, I think I just hit my one year anniversary with you guys for this podcast. I think this is our year. This is our year podcast right now. Oh my goodness. Yeah. What? milestone do you feel like a master dater i feel a lot more educated honestly like i thought i was just going to come in here and be the dude that was like you're wrong and, nah, nah, nah. and like you guys have this opinion and that's not that what that's not what we think we're men you know so like but i've, I've actually like i am a lot more educated and over the year i have implemented a lot of the things i've learned on this podcast into my romantic life so they, um, and I'm sure you guys can say the same thing about me, right? Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. Hundred percent, absolutely. Right. But right. also, I mean, you're like a freshman in college right now. You're becoming a master dater, you know. So it's year one. You've learned a lot. We'll see what year two has to offer. Especially. Oh, Austin. Yeah, you're a transfer student. So you're in Austin. You are probably are joining a fraternity knowing you. I don't know, watching your- It's, called, so it's called Soho House. I've joined Soho House. Oh so. my <laughs> God, that is so anti-Rob. I said I came to LA, I, I came to Austin and became, I came to Austin to become an LA douchebag. I joined Equinox and Soho House. <gasps> Oh so, my God, Rob. Yeah, it's all over. And, and he might get on the dating app, so maybe you'll see him on Raya. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. We'll see what happens. But but I really have appreciated this last year, and I'm excited to see what the next year has to bring for all of us. Love Not it. another Love baby it. yet, Lauren. Jesus Christ, we, slow down. No. no, no, no. But we hope that next year we can all get engaged. Okay. Yeah. The time is ticking. Uh, yes, okay. exactly. And all is like just us two. But um, this is why our village is so important because of all of our growth. I think, you know, Lauren, we started this podcast a zillion years ago and like we're all, I think, incrementally growing. And so you guys should obviously keep tuning in so you continue to grow along with us and become those master daters. Listen every week as we talk more dating and relationshipy stuff. And while you're there, please subscribe, rate, comment, share the show with a friend. You know what to do already. And if you want to obviously join the class of master daters. Don't forget to follow us on social media at complicated show, because that's where things get real serious in this relationship guys. And obviously you need to follow everybody else on the show. Rob, where are you? I'm at forever's evers F O R E V E R S E V O R S at, uh, on Instagram. Lauren. And, and you can find him on Raya and you can follow me at Lauren Lee and Ellie on all the social meets. And you can find me at Jennifer Golden on all the social meets. We will be back next week. See ya. Thank you for listening to It's Complicated. And now that we're going steady, come back next week for another date with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers. <laughs>